Hello and welcome to the Drained As podcast. This is the podcast where we speak mostly about football and nothing much else. I'm your host, Daz, and I'm here with my co-host, Dre. How you doing, man? I'm all right. How you doing? Not too well. I'm not going to lie. not going to lie. <laughs> Liverpool causing me hella stress. Hella Bro, stress. I don't want to hear anything about, um, what's his name? <laughs> Aminio being world class anymore. He's not. I'm sorry. Listen, this I he's literally not even doing anything. He's not even doing anything. He's not passing the ball well. Man had about four or five chances, and he's a striker. (laughs) Yes, I couldn't believe it. I was vexed. I was so vexed. Listen, there's a lot to get through in that Liverpool game, and I'm sure that we'll both have so many opinions. But today we do. Mate, I don't get either. I don't know. The thing is, I actually thought the fence, like our main issues, would be defensive problems with. No, it was Virgil attacking. Out, but it's the attacking. But today we do have a special episode, as promised from last week. We have an old guest in the name of Ify. Ify, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Great to be back, isn't it? No, it's good to have you back. Our our flip flop of the group, as we call him. Mr. Chelsea, Mr. United, next week is Mr. Ah, Mr. Tottenham fan. (laughs) He's going to be Mr. Huddersfield next year as well when they're back in the Prem. Oh, man. Of course, course, man. Of course. Me, man. (laughs) Fully you, fully you. And then we also have a new special guest in the name of Janos. Janos, how you doing, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Nice to be here. No, it's good to have you. It's good to have you. Now, there's one thing that we like to do with our special guests that we didn't warn you about. And basically, this kind of like the floor's yours. Can you tell us who you support and why you support them? Kind of like the story and how you start to support them. Well, I'm an Arsenal fan. And it's a funny story, actually. I started supporting Arsenal while I was still living in Hungary. And uh, my dad actually moved like five minutes away from Highbury um, okay. at the time. And I was already supporting them. So what are the odds? So, so what you're <laughs> saying least... is that you're, you, you support your locals, yeah? Yeah, I guess it's my locals. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky he didn't start supporting Tottenham. <laughs> Bruh, nah, it's true. I think, I think everyone who doesn't support Tottenham is a bit lucky. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, and I guess it was Henri what he was doing with the ball, his goals. I still remember the first goal I've ever seen was Henri versus PSV. I think the game finished 1-0. Yeah. Yeah. No, Henri was a phenomenal player, man. I know, so we've got another deluded gooner in chat. How you feeling, Dre? (laughs) You got more backup. Do you know what, yeah? Mm. I was actually just thinking, on this episode, I want to do the, if, what's, what's that thing that we did? If I talk. Yeah, if I speak. <laughs> I have a big one today. And it's fact. We have though. to bring that back. Uh, We're 100% yeah. bringing that back. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm going to do that today. Mm. But I guess our Premier League review, there's no better place to start than the main event. Liverpool versus United. Oh, yeah, yeah. Arsenal and Crystal Palace is the main event. Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Some dead derby fam. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know go what? On. I've got a lot to say. So let, let's actually start with the Arsenal Crystal Palace one. Really? Because I actually saw that game. Yeah, yeah let's start with it. Hundred percent. Right, I guess as our as our new guest, Janos, what was your opinion of the game? You know what? I wish I was here last week because I was so confident for this game. 
So I was like, <laughs> and oh my god, I couldn't believe it. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, like when I first saw when I first saw the fixture, I thought Zaha was gonna run right throughout your squad. The issue is, is like, I don't. If, what is it with Arsenal where it comes to like these games? It's like if Zaha had a better game, then we would have lost. The mm. thing is, we haven't beaten Crystal Palace in like five home games now. Oh damn! So, so it's know. a Crystal Palace thing rather than an Arsenal thing. No, no I'd say that, but we have no. quite a few teams like this. <laughs> <laughs> they just know how to defend against us. Mm. I and would say them, they know how to beat us as well. Yeah, I would say that it's simply we don't have the creative players to break down a team like that. It's just okay. as simple as that. I just think that we don't have the creative ability right now to break down the team that's sitting back like that. It's not Arteta shit tactics. It's not anything mad or major. We didn't lose. It was just a thing where we should have done better on one and we need to sign better players because our squad isn't good enough right now. Simple as that. But haven't exactly, you lot got... I agree. Yeah. Haven't you lot got the, was it they call him now? The CB or CD? The Croydon De Bruyne. See, this is why. This is why I never let Daz talk. It's all cap. It's all cap. <laughs> Honestly, on social media, it's, it's been going around. People call him. Your own teammates call him the crazy man. Is eighteen, nineteen years old. You know. No, but Wait, do you know? Do you know what? Yeah. How? Hmm. How can a Millsmith throw come in for four or five games and still be better than Curtis Jones? That's what I want to know. For a. Listen, don't. One exactly. of them's got Premier League. One of them's got Premier League medals. So don't even go there with me. Bro. Off the back of everyone else. Don't, don't care. Off the don't back. Care. Off don't the back. Care. He's, off, he's off the back. Man, 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 let, man, let everyone do the work and he put his name on it. Allow it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? Backpack players, fam. You have to have some of them. No, man. <laughs> but on our, honestly, though, with that game, um, I don't know. With with Arsenal, it's very it was very weird because I think you had a run of four wins in all competitions. Yeah, four wins. And I, it really it really felt like Arteta was kind of turning a corner where it came to Ulot's performances because the first win was against Chelsea, and I don't think many people saw that coming. I think a lot of people thought that Chelsea would kind of walk all over you, but um, with the introduction of Smith Rowe, like I'm not saying he's the reason why you're starting to win games now. But I feel like his dynamism is actually starting to help your team because that's something that you lacked in the in the previous games before that Chelsea one. What What's really What's scary that? about Arsenal is that if one player goes missing, like we saw that with Party, as soon as Party gets, I don't know if you remember against Leicester City that first forty-five minutes we had. Mm. That's when we created the most chances this season, I think, in the first half, and okay. then Party gets injured and. We capitulate, and that's it. <laughs> and then we didn't win for another seven games after that, if I remember mm. well. And I now actually remember that game. he gets injured, and mm. it's done. Wait, has he got a serious injury? No, Tierney is all right now. He he should be playing tonight as well. Yeah, I think he's oh, okay. playing tonight. I think I think everyone's back tonight. I don't think anyone's except Gabriel. Maybe I think everyone's mm. there. Wasn't Gabriel coming back from COVID or something? Yeah, just recovering from COVID. Yeah, glad to see he's all right though. Mm. Yeah, he's back. Party's back. Tierney and uh, Martinelli. Mm. I right, here's here's an interesting question then for you, mostly for you, Janos, but anyone else can jump in. What is your view or what is the goal for Arsenal this season? 
Top four. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is top four. I feel it, it, has to be. it should be. Mm. You know, I I had enough of this idea that we should be realistic and our players should be realistic. They can't just turn up every game and think that they're shit. <laughs> you mm. know, exactly. That'll be bad for morale. Yeah. The performances are there. They just need to do it more often and be consistent. And I don't know why we start the games out so dead. That's what's the most frustrating. Do you think it's a lack of talent that Arsenal has or is it a lack of confidence that you think they have? Both. You know, a bit of both. But I think the way Arteta sets them out, it's as if, like, let's see what the other team's going to do Mm. and then try and break them down. But the game lasts 90 minutes. You have to be on it from the first minute. Mm. Okay, can I, wait, we're going to, sorry, sorry, guys, can I ask a question? To, Go for it. Yanos. Um, not to Yanos, because not, not I, I, I don't know Yanos' view on Arteta, but Dre, you're very supportive of Arteta. And mm. you just, and you basically just said that, that um, the goal for this season should be top four, which, mm. like, obviously, are you, imp- are you basically implying that? Arsenal have the players or because like that's basically the question I'm trying to ask you is that if you believe that the talent is there to get top four and then you look at the results is that like is it a case of Arteta not being up to the job or do you think it's a lack of talent as as was saying yeah I feel like it's a lack of talent like I so so with the top four thing yeah we should aim to get there, whether we do or whether we don't is a completely different story. But for a club like Arsenal, you can't be aiming for stuff like Europa or top eight. And like the thing is, yeah, if this was, let's say if this was a normal season and teams were far, far ahead, and then maybe I'd say, okay, it's time to start looking at top six and that. But we're only like 10 points behind. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I know 10 we're points not even is 10 points. the season. Yeah, like I know 10 points is 10 points, but the way this season's gone, I wouldn't be shocked if we somehow jumped into fourth. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be crazy shocked by it. Um, and I feel like with Arteta, with Arteta and the players, I would say it's more the players because when you look at Klopp, Pep, all these guys, if they ask for someone, they get it. With Arteta, he asked for certain things. He didn't get it. He got party. He got a couple guys, but he, but he specifically asked for a camp. He said, I need a creative player. And he wasn't given that. And now, in every single game, you see you, you see what's happening. We don't have a creative player. And the thing is, we can't just rely on an 18, 19-year-old guy. Like, he's, he's literally learning on the job. He's going to have off days. We need someone more experienced in there. I just think once you add more quality and then judge him. And then, yeah, so, let's that. say by Christmas next season, if we're in the same position, sack him. Like, definitely, you got to sack him because he's had enough time. But I think, firstly, this is his first full season anyway, like, without COVID being, doing the whole the whole lockdown thing from football and all that, dealing with that too. We just need to give it time and see see what he can really do. Mm. But would you, would you say that if he finished lower than eighth this season, then he has to go? Because essentially, what, whilst I do agree with you that he hasn't got all the players that he asks for, he does have more than what he did last season, if that makes sense. Like, you did get additions. So, surely he should be doing better than last season. Just to see some sort of progression, right? Yeah. Unless you want to hold on to the FA Cup win and say, 
boy, we won a trophy. Yeah, but we did win a trophy. Well, if, well, if, exactly. well, well, if he doesn't finish, <laughs> if he just finishes eighth this season with no trophy, then they're technically that's going backwards because. Obviously, I'm 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 being a bit too 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 literal in it, but yeah, I do agree with, with with Dre saying that. I do think like he deserves more time in it because that's why it always makes me laugh here when people try and do the comparisons between Arteta, Lampard, and Solskjaer because they've all got different resources, they're all at different stages and and, and stuff like that. So I feel like it's difficult to judge Arteta until he's got. I mean, until he's been there a certain time and he's got, um, like he like he spent a certain amount of, of money and stuff like that. So, yeah, I I agree, man. Because I think, cause I think you know, he's, there's actually a decent coach in there. You know, as you were saying, with all these different coaches having different levels of experience and different resources under their belt, then is is understandable why they won't get all the same outcomes at their clubs. But I do yeah. feel like for Arteta a lot of fans wants to see some sort of physical pro- forms of progression. You know? Yeah. I, I don't think finishing eighth and just playing slightly more defensive football, nicer football is going to be good enough. But I might be wrong. Do you disagree? I would see I mean, why if, people would be annoyed. And if you just look at the squad, um, Arteta's squad, and then you compare it with other teams, there isn't one team in the league currently who don't have a player that would, wouldn't be starting eleven for us. Mm. Damn, even that. even West Brom players, hundred percent, hundred percent. Being Ghana, he'll get to Arsenal's squad. I reckon he'd make. I reckon he's the. When I've seen him, he's better than Pepe. I'm not even joking. Yeah, Pepe's trash. I'm oh, yeah, finished no, with no. Pepe, you know. But Pepe I need, I need is to talk, trash. We need to talk about Pepe. Before you want to talk about Firmino, we need to talk about Pepe, bruv. I saw his stats the other day. I think he had, what's it, like 13 goals and like 12 assists. Yeah, Pepe's like bad. Four appearances. Pepe's like, bad. Talk to me. Pepe's bad, that's it. Pe- Pepe's <laughs> trash. Clearly, he came to the Premier League. He isn't up to it. He needs to go. That's mm. it. Pepe He's a Europa League player and Anja, do you know what? Even Aubameyang is not up to it this season. I don't know what I'm seeing. I'm starting to feel like maybe it's time, bro. I thought we, we said no it cap. the other week. Once he banged no in his three fifty thousand a week, he's done. His his pension's done. That's what How you can you... retirement home FC. Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. You have like... William, David Louise, Aubameyang, Ozil. Socrates, Mustafi, come on. All these men are bagging their pensions and you know it. You know it. <laughs> You're not getting me started yeah. about Liverpool in 2012, bro. You're not getting me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. Go on, Ify. No, I'll be honest, yeah. Um, it's mad because I remember, um, obviously, before, like, last season and even, you know, like, the season before, I remember there were a few people few Arsenal fans who used to say, do you know what? If we sold Aubameyang here, we could reinvest that money into the squad. And I remember a lot of people were like, what? How, bro, how can, you, how can you sell out Aubameyang? He's carrying us. Just this and that. And it's like, do you know what? Um, obviously, in, in hindsight, yeah, when you look at his form this season, 
it's very easy to say, yeah, man, you know what? They should have they should have let him go. But when you think about it, yeah, if if somebody had some kind of foresight and was like, do you know what? Is it really is it a good idea to give a 31-year-old 300 grand plus of, um, a week, it's especially when you remember the Ozil, <laughs> the Ozil thing, in it, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, it's it's a it's a difficult one, in it. I, I feel like Arsenal are in a difficult position now, but but I'd say it's, it's different a... to the Ozil from though. Why is that? Why is that? You, because you give your star player who's threatening to leave three fifty. No, no, no. Do you know? Do you and know then, what? Yeah, and then they go dead firm. <laughs> no, because you know what? Yeah, I feel like with with um. Last season, he was literally one of the only guys scoring the goals. Yeah. So if we sold him, who else was we gonna get? Like to score them goals. You you say that, but there's so many teams that sell their best player and they reinvest and actually better for it. I mean, speaking yeah, about who? selling players, let's look at Tottenham Hotspur. Um, did you hear the news of what happened with them? Uh, Mr. Ericsson wants to come back on loan. Yes. Screw wow. Ericsson. Them selling Ericsson was one of the best things they could have done. Ooh, really? 100%. Look at how they're playing now. And look at the players they've got in now. Ndombele, fantastic player. Did you see his goal yesterday? Well, like, yeah, yeah but Sometimes when you look at that draw with Fulham, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, but, all right, cool. I'm not saying that Spurs are the team that's going to win the league. They're going to drop silly points. But I mean, for Spurs' standard, and we were talking about this last like a few weeks ago, we can't hold Spurs to like the Arsenal standard or the Liverpool standard. We have to take Spurs for Spurs, right? And I, that's not even a disrespect. <laughs> Look at the way they're playing now, right? They're leaking goals every now and then, but they're playing, I would say, decent football. Really? You know? Yeah, no they're, they're backing in goals. Nah, Harry I Kane's don't think they fire. are, you know. I don't know yeah, about I think... that. I just I think that go. they're, like, personally, I just think that they're sitting back and then just countering, and then whenever they come yeah. against a small team and then the small team falls back and then they allow them to play football. Yeah. I would say I... that's that's more it. And then if you then put Ericsson in that Fulham game, I don't know, they might they might wonder. Listen, I, I think Ericsson's a fraud, to be honest. I think if you take away his devil <clears throat> specialists about him, he's got nothing. He goes missing in games. You no. Know? Like, he's, he's, like, he's like a B-Tech Bruno fam. That's what he is. He's Bro- B-Tech oh. Bruno. Bro- <laughs> hey, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, this is why I wanted to get onto the onto the Liverpool United game, yeah. <laughs> and that's a good Go segue. On. That's a very Go good on. segue. <laughs> oh, listen, listen, yeah, guys. Mm. Guys, um, where do I start? Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's the top of the table, in it. <laughs> I, yeah, I rate, I rate that. I rate, I rate that. Yeah, that was very, that was a very good dig there, dig to the ribs, in it. That was a good one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said he's a B Tech Bruno. Yeah, that's a, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> he's a B Tech. He is though. <laughs> Basically, I'll, no, 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 no. I'll put my hands up. Yeah, I'm not gonna come here like some, like some, um, some flipping. Passionate United, United fan here, like, yeah. bro. I'll be honest, yeah. Mm. Bruno Fernandez, yeah, like, obviously, he's he's coming, like, he's and he's become like a media darling. Yeah, everyone's like, everyone's singing his praises. Everyone's talking about how good he is. You got Man United, the spirit of counter. 
Yeah, spirit. Our best oh, Chinese sorry. canton are in it. I'm not having it. I'm what? not having it. You know what? I'll be honest, yeah. Mm. When you when you like obviously his stats look great in it. His his, mm. his numbers are fantastic. But when you watch him play, yeah. Mm. And it's especially in, in the big games because that's where that's that's when you really see um a player's Best true players. level the yeah. biggest games. This brother, yeah. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it, yeah. Man had a 58% pass accuracy. Bro. What what did I tell you lot the other day? He I think possession. He lost free. possession more and more yeah, about actual passes. It's mad. About three Bro. podcasts ago, I said Bruno, the with Bruno failing to be able to hold on to the ball, it costs United so it, much. It, it really does, bro. It really does. Like, bro, we, we couldn't... That's that's why United, yeah, they struggle to sustain attacks. In order to sustain attacks, you need people that are going to hold on to the ball. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Because, like, you lot had two big chances in that game. But apart yeah. from those two, I didn't feel under pressure from United, if that made sense. What? It nah, wasn't like, oh... Because, yeah, because bro, the, the play kept breaking down, yeah. Well, whenever they were trying to counter attack, because Bruno, yeah, every time he gets the ball, he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to just play some, some Hollywood pass. When, nah, when it's like, bro, there's a man five yards right in front of you, simple pass, bro. You ain't got to force it every time, yeah, man, bro, man, 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 call it hero ball, bro. Do you know what I mean, bro? Every time Did you see the, ball, yeah, the stats in the first half? I think. Yeah, United was caught offside seven times to Liverpool's oh, none. And this bro. was like in the 35th minute? Guys, I would guys, say... Guys, guys I'm, I'm sorry. I know I know he's a great guy and he feeds kids, but Rashford <laughs> is, is actually brain dead. Bro. He's actually brain dead. I'm, I'm sorry. He's actually the brain dead. Bro. The guy, bro, oh my days. <laughs> this brother, he, he don't... He don't know the offset. He, he thinks he's playing that that bro. Oh man, <laughs> man's playing magic ball, fam. Was it FIFA with no rules, fam? That's what Rash was playing, bro. <laughs> FIFA. Street, I would fam, say, yeah. House rules. I would say from that game, there's only three people to blame. Yeah, for for Man U. First is Rashford's top of that list. 100%. Yeah. Second is Pogba, bro. Whoa! Pogba missed. Pogba, Pogba missed the best okay. opportunity in the whole game. I agree. Nah, but it's Allison. No, no, it's not. No, no, no he no, shot I, it. I he shot it you. right at Allison. He shot it right yeah. at him. I I agree with you, but if we're basing it on the whole ninety minutes, I think Pogba was the third or fourth worst. Player he needs to score that. No, Man United no. are now Bruno going for that. the league. Man United no, are going Bruno are going for the Premier League, bro. He's got to score that. You have to. 100%. You have yeah. to. Man of the match for Man U? In terms of general... Play. Luke Shaw. Yeah, yeah. The ref. In terms of general... What's the, the ref doing? <laughs> yeah. Luke Shaw. So, I mean, I was watching the game as a neutral. Yeah. But that was not fair refereeing. And everyone mm-hmm. says this about Man U, but yesterday it was evident. I mean, what? what is... First, I'm not even going to state the obvious yet, but... What's Maguire doing? He must be the most fouled player <laughs> in the Premier League. I swear, this guy gets the ball and his form of defence is to turn around and then try and get fouled by the attacker. He done Bro. that about five times yesterday. <laughs> that's and then that's that what you call 80 million pound defending. 
Marnie was through. Wait. Marnie was through. <laughs> yep. 100%. Yeah, he was Marnie with was six through. seconds, isn't it? Six seconds to go. Would have been he would have been clean for on goal and the referee bottled it. I, I think Mark Klassenberg came out um like yesterday and said, or like earlier today, and he was like, It's common practice for referees to end the game in a neutral area of the pitch. But he also said that no one would have expected the ball to go over the top, which would have started another attack. And technically, you should wait for the minimum time to go up. Because no one would have complained if it went one minute, five seconds. Because it happens all the time. United gets penned after the game finishes, but yet we can't have a counter-attack. Five minutes left of extra... Nah, bro. Nah, and it was was... Thiago. Thiago is... It was Thiago, right, with that ball? Yeah, Thiago played it. And of course he's going to make that ball. He's one of the best midfielders in the world. I mean, hey, talk about it. You know what? For Liverpool, man, the match for Liverpool, I would say is there's three. There's three contenders for me. It was Fabinho, fam. Fabinho or Thiago? Mile. No, Fabinho by a mile. Yeah, I'd say Fabinho as well. Those two at the back, I have never been so proud of a pair of Liverpool players in my life. Oh and my god. Like look at look <laughs> at the Liverpool squad. You're talking about a DM that is that hasn't played centre back for another club before. I think he played centre back once for us against Bayern Munich two years ago. And then it's this season where he's actually been playing there. And then Jordan Henderson. I don't think he's ever played centre back before. Uh I think he and actually he played centre back last game, one or two games ago. But those two the things Liverpool didn't even look defensively shaky. If because the way I see it is a team like Manchester United, you can never ever keep a team out 100%. They're a big enough club with big enough players to at least have one or two chances. And that's all United had one or two chances. Otherwise, Liverpool defended extremely well against the likes of Rashford, Martial, uh, Pogba, Bruno. No, but one thing, one thing I will say is though, if you if you come up against a team that has a better kind of attacking structure and a better attacking plan, because that's the thing, like, you know, you know what people always say about, about United, they kind of freestyle, mm. like freestyle football, innit? But and no tactics, it. just vibes. Yeah, <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm saying? So, just vibes I, I know, out here, like, Just vibes. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. They played well, but I don't think you can do that against like a Man City or, or a Bayern Munich or, or whatever. Like, I think you, yeah, I, I think... You think we'll get undone sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, man. Because, bro, it's it's like, as as you said, Man United, yeah, they had literally two big opportunities. And the thing is, yeah, they could have had a lot more if if you, did, if you didn't have Rashford yet. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. Favorite, and, man. and Bruno trying to, trying to play hero ball, bro. You know what I mean? So... Mm. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that's sustainable. I, I still think Liverpool need a centre back. Oh no, hundred percent we do. And 100%. it's surprising how Klopp actually went ahead with the season like this because, or I, I thought, all right, maybe he wants to play those young players, but they're obviously not up to it yet. I mean, mm-hmm. when they came on, even against West Brom, they just looked so shaky. And mm-hmm. you can sign a, I don't know, like a, a good enough centre back for these games. For five million, five to ten million, easily. Yeah. The issue, the issue that Liverpool has with the signers and centre backs is that with with us signing Thiago and Jota, we don't have that much funds. And um, I I'll mean, a lot of teams are kind of struggling. 
<laughs> yeah. But nah, nah, that that would just hurt us more. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, at the beginning of the season, the whole plan was we we had four starting centre backs: Lovren, Gomez, Van Dijk, and Matip. Now, if they're all fit, you cannot keep that fourth one happy, because mainly we're when we're going to play two of them for most of the season, right? Mm. Van Dijk, he wouldn't miss a single minute of the Prem. And you have Gomez, who will probably play most of it. Matip will play some. And then Lovren's just left out. We we couldn't do that. So Klopp saw, like, he saw our team and was like, okay, if we have three centre-backs and a DM that can play centre-back, that's essentially having four centre-backs in your team. Because we've, we've got a stacked midfield. We can afford to take... Fabinho, uh, Fabinho out of the midfield because then we've still got like what, six midfielders. We've got Henderson, Genie, Thiago, Ox, uh, Shakiri can play there, Naby Keita, um, Curtis Jones, uh, Minamino sometimes plays deep. Like we've, we've got so many players that can play in that position and taking Fabinho out of cent- centre mid wasn't the worst idea in theory. That was, was just unlucky. Yeah. Exactly. We was just unlucky that Van Dijk and Gomez decided to be out for the entire season. Which, when was the last time your club went the entire season with both of your main centre-backs gone? Sure. Yeah. Arsenal have many times. What, both your main ones? Arsenal have so many injuries all the time, especially before. Um, no, main. But, no, but he means, he means like all in one area. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, imagine having Aubameyang and Lacazette out for the entire season. And Mark, the, oh, the entire season. The entire season. We'd get relegated. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, we would, <laughs> we would get relegated. The only thing I will say is that I think, and you man can quote me, I think in 2006 in the Champions League, we had Flamini centre-back. I think. Was it? Nah, I think it was left. Not in the final. Or something. It, it wasn't in the final, but I think on the way there, we had him centre-back. Was that fullback, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I remember. Was it well. was it fullback? Okay, cool. Fullback. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, but yeah, it's it's just things that are unforeseeable, and I think um, what's the the name of that the guy who does all the transfer rumors, the the credible one, Romano, Romano, oh. not nah, um Austin or whatever. Nah, Fabrizio. Yeah, yeah, Romano. Yeah, Romano. Oh, yeah, Romano. Fabrizio Romano. Yeah. Yeah, he was saying that there's a lot of players that actually don't want to go to Liverpool because they don't want to play for a few months and then when everyone's back, they're just kind of sidelined. Mm. And uh, that also makes it difficult when it comes to signing a new centre-back for just the rest of this season. I don't know. When everyone's fit, do you reckon Klopp rotates his squad enough? No. That's a difficult one. Some think not. Um, he makes... I think last season, he, he Liverpool made the second most subs, I think. But, do, you know what, do you know what he needs to do? He needs to, he needs to sell it to the, to, the, um, to the target. He needs to basically say, for example, if he's looking for a new centre-back, he needs to say, mm-hmm. look, bro, <laughs> you see this Gomez guy? He's, he's injury-prone, yeah? You see this Matt guy? He's also injury prone. Yeah, you're gonna get games in it. That's what, like, like bro, <laughs> mm-hmm. you used to be. You know what I'm saying? Because true. that's that's the reality, bro. Like Matic, yeah, he's injured every five minutes. So, mm. like, you're gonna. And, get and the good thing with 
the good thing with Klopp is, and I've seen it for his thing in centre back, is that if there's a like when we had Matip and Gomez both fit, right? Uh, when Gomez was our starter, and when Gomez got injured, Matip came in, and then he played for most of the season. Now, even when Gomez got back to full fitness, he didn't actually take Matip out. He left Matip in. And it was when Matip got injured that he came out and Gomez went in. And then when Matip got fully fit, Matip didn't come straight back in. Klopp will play you if, when you get your opportunity, you take it, if that makes sense. Like, look at Jota. I think right now, Jota will be one of our main starters. And someone in our front three will get dropped. 100%. I think he would rotate, but not necessarily dropped. I think Salah and Mane have done enough, you know, to have a bad few games and still be starting. Mm. It's just what they've achieved. Yeah, and if you think about it, yeah, that's that's that is a good point about Klopp. That look at the players he brought through. Mm. I mean, Alexander Arnold is probably the best right back in England and probably one of the best ones in the world. It's true. Look at his story. Well. He um. Because Nathaniel Klein was actually good for us. Like, we didn't get rid of him because he was bad. He got a back injury. Trent came in. And then Trent was so good that it was like, boy, Klein, like, I don't even know if you can match that. And Klein had to leave. Yeah, I'm surprised how much he disappeared because I, th- I thought he was going to be England international and all of that at the mm, start. Where is he I now? Mean, I, I don't even know. Palace? I think he's at Palace, Palace? now. He, he went to one of them teams. Let me find out. But yeah, and then with Robbo as well, Moreno came out. I have a question for you, though. Yeah, go on. So, with, so you know, we were speaking about Oba and saying that he's like 31 now and if we had to sold him and all that. I know, I think it's Salah that's the oldest. I know he's not 30. I think he's like 29. Mm-hmm. Firmino's the oldest. Firmino's yeah, how- 29. The other two are 28. How many more years would you give that front three before thinking, should I invest or should I let them play till like 36 and then retire as legends? But that might hold us back. But how long before you start thinking about that? Because they're not 25. Mm. It depends on how successful we are and how, how long they can make it last. Um, the, the ideal thing to do in general would be once they hit that 31 or 30, you sell them and you get the next biggest talent. Like I hear a lot of people say sell Salah and get Mbappe. Whoever says that and I'm, whoever's <clears throat> listening, they know who I'm talking to. I'm out for you. <clears throat> and when you're on the podcast, uh, boy, words. <laughs> I know who this is. The thing is, <laughs> straight, I think... Straight words. <laughs> The thing is, I think I think that question applies to the whole team because if you go through Liverpool's team, yeah, there's a lot of men that are 28, 29, 30 kind there's of thing. There's a few. So, we've, I think we've got a balanced squad. So, like, from from Allison, I think Allison's about 27. Um, Trent is 21. Uh, Gomez, 24. Van Dijk, 29. Matip, 29. Or Van Dijk's 28, I think. Uh, Robo's 25. And in the midfield, we've got Naby Keita, who's still kind of young. He's at 25, 26. Nah, forget him, forget him, forget him. Yeah, <laughs> he's that's he's leaving with, um, what's my man's name? The other Dutch guy. Gingy Wijnaldum. Oh, Gini Wijnaldum. Gini yeah. Wijnaldum's 29, but he's, he might be leaving. Oh, I he's think he's he's, he's 30. 30? There yeah. you go. Wijnaldum's 30, yeah. And Thiago's I mean, got... 30. 
He's 29. He's 29. Basically 30. Basically wow. 30. But we've got Curtis <laughs> Jones. We've, we've got a few players that are young and a few players that are late 20s. No, but it's this, the old team. You see where I'm coming from, it's bro? You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. The, the mileage, the mileage is nearly up, bro. The mileage is nearly up, fam. Like, yep. You know what I'm saying? He's man of true. Well, to be fair, like, I feel like what Klopp's latest signings have been looking for the future. I mean, we got Minamino the other day. I don't think he's good enough yet, but I, it's too early to 100% rule him out. Uh, Jota, he seems to be a fine player and he's very young. I think we're older than him. Yeah, he's Or old. around about his age. Yeah. He's like 24, I'm 25. I'm not older than him. Uh, you're, you're an old man. I'll, I'll be older than next week, sir. So. <laughs> I'm not older than him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sir. I, I do think Klopp hasn't forgotten about the future, but we've still got a lot of players in their prime right now, so Fair I understand enough. why it's not selling. But yeah. But yeah, on to... Yeah, gone. yeah no, sorry, gone. No, no. Right. I would say, there's a, I think later on there's a match today. So what I was going to say is, what was your prediction for that game? 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. <sighs> two, two, two. I don't even predict much. He's not even confident. <clears throat> no, I'm not. Rah. What, what about you, Yanos? I'd say if it was going to be a draw, I'd say probably nil-nil. But I just can't, I can't be bothered to watch another nil-nil. <laughs> I watched yeah. about five games this, in these past seven days, and I think four of them were nil-nils. <laughs> mm. The thing is, Newcastle... Three-nil Arsenal. Three-nil Arsenal. <laughs> Newcastle's been all right lately. Exactly. I think. What has been their past few results like? Let me actually have a look. Because I think Newcastle was starting they to... They aren't doing too great. They got slapped. Everyone wants to see Bruce out. I actually wanted Bruce to um, ask as well what people's views were on City and and Chelsea at the moment. <sighs> and maybe Leicester, because Leicester are flying. You know what? That is true. Oh, yeah. For, sorry, for the record, yeah. I'm not going to lie. City smacked them 2-0. They drew against Liverpool. Leicester beat them, Arsenal beat them, even Sheffield beat them. Yeah, yeah I, no. nah, they're gonna right, lose. It's, they're it's gonna a lose win. Two it's, a win. It's, a win. It's, it's a two. I, no. I reckon one nil. I reckon one nil Arsenal. One nil. I'm gonna say a Bamiang hat trick. But Bamiang scores a hat. <laughs> I think he just came out. <laughs> I think he came out a few hours ago with an interview talking about his poor form lately and stuff. So who cares, man? Just score. Why is he doing yeah, this? He, he scored of goals, bro. I mean, no, easier said than done. No, but on your on um, Andre's question about C, mm. yeah, man, I feel like like they've 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 clicked in it, they've clicked it in, into gear in it, and like when they're in this kind of form, yeah, like unstoppable. Honestly, you got you got to make them favourites in it. Chelsea, bro, like what what about Chelsea in it? <laughs> they're just they're just there in it. They're not Damn. really. We're not. <laughs> How many comments I got about Timo Werner? We're not, we're not, we're not doing this again. We're not we're, doing this. Another twenty, another twenty strikers, bro. Fresh twenty. We're not doing this again, bro. You know 20, what? Yeah, 20, I might actually say twenty-five, bro. <laughs> I might say twenty. I can't lie. I might say twenty-five. Ah, uh, Janos, if if you're not, um, <laughs> if you hadn't heard, I think last week we did a Timo Werner special. We we named twenty Premier League strikers that are currently. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw that. 
absolutely insane. He's a I bum. think I could have named even more. <laughs> exactly. It might be 25. 25 How did Burner play coming, in their last bro. game, though? I never saw Dead, it. Fam. I think he missed. Is it bad? He missed a big chance. Who, Werner? Yeah. I don't even bro. think he started. I think they ran bro. Giroud. He stopped the one. Bro, bro, forget, forget the chance he missed, yeah? Forget the chance he missed. <laughs> did, did you see his, his touch, bro? <laughs> bro, I was like... <laughs> Touch, yeah, bro. They keep they, they keep fizzing the ball into him. Yeah, it's, it's bouncing off him. Uh, I'm like, bro, what's going on? Fam, so dead, Liverpool bro. dodged a bullet. <laughs> he is whack. That is bullet, fam. You know what? Rip team of Werner, fam. I feel sorry for his career. He actually he saw a, um my friend crying after the game in, in oh. Lampard's arms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really did. I ain't even lie. I saw, I saw a picture of him crying. I just saw him like... He needs no, Lampard you know to show him how to shoot from. Honestly. You know what? Werner was never that great. I, I watched quite a lot of Leipzig as well last Thank season you. in Thank the Champions you. League. Yeah. That guy always had this. He always missed big chances. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It, it's just now he's been exposed to the English media, I guess. But no one will talk about it, though. No one, will, no one will talk about it. Yeah, which surprises me. Maybe, maybe people like Lampard too much because he's England's golden boy, so they 100%. want to give him time. If you, you see know. his treatment compared to like what Arteta gets, mm. I would say oh, yeah. Terrible. I would mm. say if anyone needs to be sacked at like out of the top teams, I would say Lampard more than Arteta because of the team he 100%. has. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Definitely. Then again, no, you can't sack, sack Lampard because if you purely look at the points, it's like you sack a manager when it starts looking unlikely that they can do something. Mathematically speaking, they're not actually far off. They're not far off anything. They're still in competitions. You know? Yeah, but... They are, they but... They're in the Champions League. He has a very, race. He has a very good team. Form, yeah, their form's bad. And they're not playing well. It's not good, but whose form's really that good, objectively? Everton and Leicester. See, I maybe Everton maybe are finishing top four, you know. Oh, Villa, like, uh, Aston Villa, Aston Villa, Aston Villa have like four games in hand, you know. Yeah, Aston bro, Villa can't nice. get over. Uh, no, you know what? See, Arsenal are so yes. rubbish. This is making me deep how rubbish we are. How are we talking about Aston Villa, Everton? Let's... Oh my god, <laughs> we're never let's, making no, nothing, bro. It's over. We are the done, thing is, here, bro. bro. I feel so for Aston Villa because they have so many games in hand. But what a lot of people don't realise is that a lot of people say, oh, but if they win all their games in hand, then they could be top four, top five. Not realising that when they play their games in hand, it's going to be so congested. They're going to have to yeah, play midweek in between That's two true. Prem games. It's going to be mad for them. Would you say so that... They, they probably won't that, win them. Would you say that Grealish is better than Bruno Fernandes? Yeah, I, w- I would say that. Yeah, I'll say the same. Nah, stay, save that for the Ooh. if I speak, bro. You know what? Actually, perfect segue. <laughs> Start with that, fam. <laughs> of course. Oh, of course wait, he's better the, than him, bro. Um, what's the Arsenal team? That's probably come out, actually. That's probably come out. Why are you looking for it? I'm going to go through if he's oh, if I speak. Oh, my God. Go, wait, go, go, go on, Ify. We'll, we'll come to that Arsenal thing. What's that? Yeah, go your, on. Your controversial statement of the day. Is it Grealish is better than Bruno? You saying it here and now? Wait, is People that... People are going to get at me for is, mine. Is that, is that controversial to say that? 
If Bruno, Bruno is not, better than Bruno. It's not controversial. That's facts. I, I, don't, I don't think that's controversial. Yeah, that's easy. facts. Spirit of Counselor comes back again, and Mr. Grealish is still better than him. Bro, 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 look, we, we need, need to, to speak about that Spirit of Counselor thing yeah. as well. No, 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 no. No, like, bait, bro, we live, look, 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 this is the thing, yeah? We live mm. in, a, in an era, yeah, where people love to look at stats, yeah? And, mm. like, a lot of players, yeah, they, they look greater than they are because of their numbers, but... When you watch them, yeah, it's a, it's a completely different story. Like when, bro, bro, when you play the ball to Bruno, yeah, if he's getting pressed, yeah, he, bro, bro he shits himself. Yeah, <laughs> bro, like Greedish, yeah, Greedish, he can take the ball on the half turn, yeah, beat a man, yeah, bro, his the way the way he moves on the ball, he's he's so much more fluid. Do you know what I mean? So by the way, like, I, I think just to support your point, I think Aston Villa this season records the highest amount. Of successful take take ons in the Premier League. Exactly. There you go. It's up there. They're up and they're there. all Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> they're all Grealish. Exactly. So nah, he's a yeah. baller. He's a baller. I uh, so I don't think that's that's like a, a mad hot take or anything. Like, that's I, I not think... mad hot take. Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm here for the agendas. Like anti Bruno, all of that. Come on, I'm in there. I'm in there. Bro, bro, People have been comparing cause... Bruno to De Bruyne. Same what? Now I'm like, oh, Bruno, dude. <laughs> No, the thing is, like, surely no. Like, I'm not saying it's better than Kevin, but isn't he on that level? No? No? No, nah, he's oh. trolling. No, he's, he's not, trolling. bro. I'm <laughs> no, not even no, trolling. No, no, no. He's trolling. I swear, I'm not... <laughs> Everyone's going to hear this and think you're like, raw. Like, people expect this of me. Like, Mr. Anti-United fam. But all right, cool. All right, we're here listen. for it. Grealish is better than both of them. Listen, listen. Come at me, man. Come at me. If, anyone wants to, if, if anyone's got... A problem with with what's with my with my opinions on Bruno today. Come at me, man! Like yeah, at him bro. through making angry comments at Dre and I, and then we'll, we'll tell him to if you fam. <laughs> he's safe. He's safe. I actually right, have cool. a question for um for my new, you know. So with on, with um Rashford, yeah. Do you feel like at this stage of his career, he should be doing better? What is that for me? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Listen, uh, as I said, as as I said earlier on, like again, numbers. Yeah, his numbers are great. Yeah, he's got. I, I think I, I saw a stat that in his position in the whole of Europe, in terms of goals and assists in 2020, he was like top five in the whole of Europe, and and he was injured for like three months of 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 the whole year. So his numbers are amazing. But as I said, like his his game. Yeah, like. Across ninety minutes, yeah. When I watch him, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> his, like his, uh, I just feel like his football intelligence isn't there. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so at this stage in his career, he's like, well, what is he? Twenty three. I feel like, do you know yeah, what? He's yeah. got time in it. He's got time. He, he's, he's still a bit rough. He's still a bit, you know, all over the place. But I feel like he's got time in it. So. I yeah. think he has the potential to be a United great, to be fair. He's, yeah. he's got the raw attributes to be a great player. But, nah, that's... Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Janos, what is your most controversial opinion? And um, we usually end it with a, with a nice Mourinho touch to the end. So state your opinion and then say if I speak. Go for it. Controversial opinion? Yeah. It could be... Really, opinion, Brilliant's could be amazing. A. I'm joking. 
Pick up all the Don't even get me started. This podcast is going for another hour. No, um, all right. I genuinely think, and I know that not many people um, agree with me, but because I've been watching Man U recently, and I genuinely think they have a lot more points than they should have based on how they play. They never dominate. And I don't know, as soon as these results, it was like this with Arteta as well. Like we had loads of those games when we just about won 1-0. Even the beginning of the season, we beat, all right, Fulham was a good win, but then we beat West Ham and Sheffield United, both at home, just about. And I think, and even then I was saying, the fans were a bit relaxed because we had nine points out of our first three. But then I was saying this, that, once this stops and these games go the other direction, mm. then everyone will turn on Arteta. And I think that's it's something like that is pending for United as well. You know, I do agree with you because yeah. <clears throat> if we look at the beginning of the season, all right, uh, who was the who was their first game? The first game, Crystal Palace smacked up 3-1. Next, uh, Brighton, 3-2. We all know United got lucky against Brighton. Brighton should have won that game 6-7. 8-2, standard. And then they just, they threw, they threw it away and Bruno gets the pen after the game finishes. Whatever. And they beat them in the EFL Cup. Then United gets smacked up by Tottenham 6-1. And then they went on to beat Newcastle. Uh, and then in the Prem, they drew against Chelsea. They lost against Arsenal. Everton, they played, they beat Everton. They, they scraped it past West Brom. And then they scraped it past Southampton. So there, there's been a few games where... Oh, and they scraped it Wolver- past Sheffield Wolverhampton United. recently. Wolverhampton recently. So Even I do the West Ham match, you could say. Aston Villa, yeah. And Burnley. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing I will say is that it's on the other team's score, sir. So. I don't know. It's, at the end of the season, I can't be hypocritical. The table doesn't lie. I'm not saying that they deserve to be top. But everyone who's below them deserves to be below them because they I, they played equally as bad. I, I agree. Yeah, what I'm I, I agree with that. Yeah, I I agree with that because the way like the way United are playing, I don't think it's sustainable. Mm. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Sorry, go on. Jan, uh, Janos was about to say something. And go on. what I was gonna say is that um, I just no, it's it's fair. It's fair to give them the praise, but don't turn against. Ole and all these players once they start going down. That's what's the most annoying that the media is suddenly um, the biggest praises of Ole. And uh, I don't know, a month ago they were they were t- always talking about Ole out and all of this. Mm. And that's what's yeah, really annoying. And then Mourinho, I... they were saying how amazing Mourinho is that he got Tottenham playing a certain way. All this rubbish about oh the players are buying into his tactics. And then now they're saying, oh, he's too defensive. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? <laughs> no, it's true, it's true. That's how I the mean, media no, works, man. You know what I mean? It's how the media it's works. Nice. They have their favourites. Mm. But, you know, it is what it is. Dre, what's your controversial opinion of the day? Well, mine's very controversial, bro. Go for mine's it. Mine's very controversial. So, <clears throat> for me personally, yeah, in my opinion, everyone can disagree if they want to. When you look at the whole career and what they won, yeah, 
and not only for a certain period of time, and they kept it and they kept it professional. They didn't ease off in their career. They didn't gain loads of weight and do all this shit. Yeah, for me, Thierry Henry is better than the Brazilian Ronaldo. Waffle. Facts. Waffle, that I is, agree. That's heresy. I agree. Facts. Heresy. It's facts. Heresy. It's facts. Omri, Omri is criminally underrated Blasphemous. in the best players ever list. When you watch my man, there's hardly any players that 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 I that I have seen control the ball the way he did. Nah. Yeah, and and yeah, the thing is, Omri won the Champions League. Brazilian Ronaldo didn't. And and that's facts. And. And Do you know yeah. how many great people hasn't won something? Zlatan hasn't won a Champions League. Steven Gerrard hasn't won a Premier League. Buffon and, hasn't, hasn't won a Champions League. And and guess what? Omri's better than all three of them. All three of them. <laughs> uh, Zlatan, I'm unsure. What? I don't know about nah, Zlatan. I'm not having it. Zlatan, nah, look at his career. Look, you want to talk about Omri's better. longevity? You said longevity. Zlatan is still playing, bro. Without a Champions League, without the CL, Omri's got it in the back. Nah, you you don't need to put respect to Zlatan's name. Do you know what? Yeah, he's doing it at twenty-three. Was it thirty-eight? Yeah, nah. But the thing is, yeah, Omri is so underrated, bro. It's like it's it's like you know what men are like. Oh, Kane, this Shearer, that like like the thing. The thing is, yeah, I know that these guys are scoring goals, but when you watch Omri's goals. When you watch how controlled they were and so precise and literally on purpose, they were absolutely listen, ridiculous. Listen, ridiculous. no one is saying that Thierry Henry doesn't deserve to be people's, like one of people's greatest strikers of all time. But we're talking about Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah, he's better bro. than him. He, no, Ronaldo, he's not. Ronaldo did things that no one else is. People only dream of being as good as Brazilian Ronaldo. Thierry Henry probably looks up to Brazilian Ronaldo. No. And Brazilian you know Ronaldo... It. You know Brazilian it. Ronaldo got fat and moved to AC he the same injured. as Ronaldinho. Omri's better than Ronaldinho He was well. fat and still playing better than no, practically he everyone. No, he, he, nope. was. he was. Not Omri. Nah, Omri was, Omri was better than Ronaldinho from 2003 nah. to 2007. He was better than him. He was better than him. He was better than him. Man done. Man done. That's a Ronaldinho. Man done a full invincible season. Yeah, not Dino, bro. Yes, he was. Man done. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Omri done off a full invincible season. Yeah, Barcelona did not even win the Champions League that year, and Ronaldinho got the Ballon d'Or. How does that work? Oh, because Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho is one player who, at the peak of his career, not many people has had a peak like Ronaldinho. He won everything in this in the space of two years. No, no, in the space of two years, Ronaldinho won everything of football. Everything. Nah, everything. Do you know what, yeah? Yeah. I'm talking Omri Champions did as well. Omri League. Did as well. No, well, in the space of two years, I'm talking Champions League. Uh, his league. Exactly two years. All the that's cups. It. All the cups. World Cup as well. Nah, All two within years, two it. years. Ballon d'Or. You know what? Nah. Omri, Omri possibly dragged the, the worst team to play in the Champions League final. Arguably. Don't, don't, no, don't piss me off. Oh, 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 we had a really bad team, if you think. Oh, yeah, we had a terrible team. It was disgusting. And Omri nah, 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 nah. still how, got us there. How, how many players left your squad from the previous year? Because everyone wants to say how the Invincibles was the greatest was squad that the Premier League has ever seen. It's one year, bro. 
No, it wasn't. Are you it was saying that you've gone that. It was two years after that. Was it 2006? Yeah, 2006. Yeah, it was 06. Omri, yeah. No. Omri. But what did you win it in 05? To... You won Invisibles in 05, no? No, 04. No, 04. Are you, what, 03, 04? Yeah. Yeah. Omri, yeah. Omri oh. went to Real Madrid, yeah, and played against Beckham, Ronaldo, Zidane. Who, who else was in that team? Casillas, Guti. No, no, not Figo. Omri went with Flamini, bro. 16-year-old Fabregas. Old Ting Pires. Even Senderos. two years. Boy. Your team took on, got... He took on the whole team from the halfway line and won the game 1-0. I'm sorry. Omri I, is I get absolutely that. I get that. But, but you're forgetting, though. R9, yeah? This, this brother, he carried Brazil to a World Cup final at the age of 20. 20, yeah? bro. 20, 20, bro. How like, can you not win... A Champions League, though, bro. with Beckham, Figo, Zidane, and all these guys, though. I, I get that. That needs to be on record. I get that. But but this is this is the biggest compliment that I can pay to, to Brazilian Ronaldo. Many people consider him to be the better Ronaldo. That's that's the best that's the best compliment Facts. that I can pay to. Facts. And we all know how good Cristiano is. I don't even, we that's not even a discussion that we're gonna have today. Because Cristiano in my opinion, his top five players ever, standard. Facts. And people think Brazilian Ronaldo is the better Ronaldo. Thank so, you. No you way he's getting in there. Nah. No way. Nah. I can't I'm not having it. See. I'm not having it, personally. But that's my opinion. Henri's a bad boy, though. I love Henri, by the way. I love Henri. Yeah. No, I love him. I love him. Oh, okay. All right, but I guess... To round it off, I'll give my I'll give my last controversial. I'm not gonna lie, I'm rattled. I don't even know if I can give my last one. I'm 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 rattled. <laughs> I swear, no, no, you know what? For that, no, Arsenal's not a top team anymore. Done. You're not a top team anymore. You're mid you're mid table club, and you're but, gonna stay like that for the next five yeah, years. But, Standard. No, but size of the club. Yeah, but that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. Not size. Next five years. No, no, sorry, not size of the club. But I mean, like in the sense of. The you team. are not a top club. The yeah, team. your team's the not teams, top. Yeah. Like you're not a top six team anymore. That's what yeah. I mean. Sorry. Yeah. Well. So not. So not the club, but 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 the current. Not team. the club. The team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, we're literally eleven. Of course, we're not. <laughs> no, but I'm six. saying. No, I'm saying you <laughs> won't be 11. for the foreseeable future. Like it's not like oh, in two three years. I don't think for like the next five, maybe even ten years, you're going to be a top top six club. Can can I can, can I weigh in? Can, can I weigh in on on this guy's? Here's the thing, yeah. It's actually mad because if you if you if somebody said to me twelve months ago or eighteen months ago, Leicester have a better team than Arsenal, I would, I would have said no chance. But Wait. but but when I think about it, yeah, have we overestimated how good these Arsenal players are simply because they wear an Arsenal kit? When you think about it, yeah, like obviously there's a lot of players in that Arsenal team where maybe we've kind of overrated them because they play for Arsenal. Because obviously, when, when you play for a big club, yeah, it kind of um, enhances your profile as a player, isn't it? So, but when you look at certain players, yeah, like you think, like El Elneny. Elneny plays for Arsenal, yeah, but he could, he could easily be playing for Sheffield United. Do you know what I mean? Like, Not even that. Bro, he wouldn't even get to that. Yeah, literally. Fun. Bro, there's, there's players that play for Brighton that are better than Granit Xhaka. That's, that's that's mad. So, facts. 
So when you think about it, yeah, like there's there's so many. I, I don't know how this has happened yet, but Arsenal have just recruited these average players, and like you know they've put them on on big wages and stuff like that. And I feel like because because it's like we look at Arsenal in eleventh place here, yeah, and we think right they're they're below where they should be. But really, are, are they are they are they like are they underperforming or is this their actual level? It's mad, isn't it? I was having, it's funny you say that because I was having this argument with someone or not argument, but a debate. And I was like, when is it that certain like form becomes the new standard? I That's said, not- if something happens for like free foot, well, in the context of a player, player's performance, I said, if a player's performing at a certain level for two years, then the third year, that's their standard. For Arsenal, you lot have been a Europa League club for so long like the thought of Arsenal being the Champions League will actually make you chuckle. Do you know what I mean? Right, and right. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, we need to have a conversation about this. No, 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 no. All, right, all right, cool. So this is the thing, yeah. A team can be a top team and fall down in the table for a while. It's normal. It happens. Yeah, Look happen. at like it happened to Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. And it like if we was gonna take it take it to another team. Look at AC Milan. Yeah, they dropped to unbelievable. Lows, but the thing is, because AC Milan, people are always going to say, "Why are they so low?" Even if that's their standard, because because the club standard is higher. The difference, the difference is though, is that a lot of these teams, like in Italy, a lot of those teams are like popping down themselves. Like the quality of that team is going down, and like years ago, in the, if we use the examples in the Prem, even when teams get worse, there's always been like like three or four teams that has clearly been better than the rest. Right now we're in a we're in a stage where like the third best to eighth best, there's not much difference. Mm. Like I hear what you're saying, yeah. Every and I, I know that I'm bantering off Arsenal a bit, but what I'm saying is like it's not like Arsenal's popped down for two or three years, but then there's still a clear top three or top four. As we said, there's probably about eight teams this season that can get in the top four. Or like top six, depending on a team's form. And I don't think that this is the right time for Arsenal to... And I'm not saying it's not the right time for them to be challenging. But the expectation to get top four or top six, it's a bit mad. Because there's so many teams looking like, wow, we should be in that top six, you know? Look at Leicester. Right, wait. City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester, Everton, Wolves... Even Aston Villa this season, though I'm not going to put them up there because last season they just about escaped relegation. So to say that they should be getting top top four, top six is a bit mad. But like I think there's... the best example. Mm. Sorry to just to butt in, but no, I think the best ex- I think the best example is how is the Nabri and Devoba situation was that. If you remember, they were the two guys coming through our team, and I can't lie, I was a fan of Devoba, and I still am. I'm not going to lie. I never, even though he wasn't the best player, but mm. when they came, they were coming through, we decided to let Nabri go and play Iwobi, right? And then look mm. at, look where Nabri is right now, currently. The street is like, one, one of the, the best top, attackers. Top and I'm 10 scared attackers that, currently. Easy. And I'm scared that we're going into another situation just based on what I've seen of Balogun and how we're playing Enketia instead of him when Enketia made like a hundred 
appearances for us now. And what's he done? Nothing. Like, let's mm. be real. And then mm. Balogun. Balogun probably... All right, I'm not going to say he done more than him, but based on what he showed, like... So it's but definitely no. a big recruitment. Recruitment has been a big issue. Yeah. And I've, I think, like, with where we're at in the league team in the league table as you were saying that it, like there isn't really much separation between the teams and if Arsenal win today today today's a, like a must win game but if we win today we're only two points behind Chelsea that's true but if you lose today what what happens yeah definitely it's uh it's, it's back into crisis <laughs> it's, it's back into crisis basically that's it you Literally. said must win game you have to win mm. even Southampton like when Danny Ings is fit, Southampton is easy a top eight team. Easy. We'll have to let the end of the season tell its story, isn't it? We'll see at the end of the season. season. Yeah, let's but, let's uh, hope it doesn't come to that. What's um what's what's if he's controversial opinion? I really uh, no, he said it. He said it. Yeah, Which one was it again? Grealish is better than Bruno. <laughs> no, you need to give a different on that because that was <laughs> mine. That was mine. I said that. That was his. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That that's true to be fair. What's my unpopular opinion? Damn. Yeah, what would be your unpopular opinion? I want to hear a very unpopular opinion. Raw on the Sarah. You put me on the spot, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mad. Uh, raw. Do you think Oli could? Tarnish his legacy at United if if it doesn't go well for him. Man's first place, bro. Um, Long term. Um, I'll, I'll let if you answer. That's cool. Go on, go on, man. What I think of what I think of an unpopular opinion. Um, nah, I feel like he's coming. He's he, he's had the guts to take the job. He's not done terrible. Like in his time here, I feel like he's done better maybe than what people expected him. Like, because he literally was coaching Cardiff before and then got relegated, didn't it? Mm. So I think he's doing better than what people expect him to do. Mm. Okay, I think I think I've got one. I think I've got go one. for it. So my unpopular opinion is I believe uh I, all right, all right. I believe <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool's cycle is over in terms of being dominant. That's his because... face, is a picture, and I'm not even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, again, as we were saying earlier on in the show, if you look at the age of their team, like, like the average age here, it's like, you know, we're talking high 20s and... When you when you look at the way Liverpool play, yeah, with the intensity and the running and this and that, like, you know, you're even seeing it with like the with the three up front. You know, they're not really combining the way they used to. You know what I'm saying? Salah and Mane, they clearly there's clearly something going on there. You know what I'm saying? For me, no, like he's like you know what I mean. The the juice is kind of running out. You know what I mean? The, the force is running out. You know what I mean? What happens yeah. if we win the Champions League this season? Just what happens. I can I can guarantee you won't win the Champions League. What are you talking about? <laughs> this 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 team, you're mad. This team, why not this team? Because why not? because we could get blessed with the draws. You haven't scored oh, a, goals, a goal in the in three games and you're gonna win Champions League. It might League. turn 
Hey, listen, Jota's back when the Champions League comes. Don't wa- don't watch that film. No, but it's over, bro. Look, so I, I understand what you're saying because Liverpool's popped down in quality lately. But when you look in Europe, how many teams are actually better than Liverpool? Right now. I would say three. As of right now. One. I'll three. I'll say one or two. I'll say three. Who? Um, PSG, Bayern Munich, yeah. and City. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I wouldn't yeah. say PSG. I would definitely say Let me restate my, my question. Who is out and out better than that? I, I don't mean teams that are on their level, but maybe ever so slightly better, but it depends on your opinion. I mean, which team would you, could you say is categorically better than Liverpool? So, and if you want to say Bayern, I can't argue. Bayern and City as well. No, do you know what? Yeah. If you're playing Henderson and Fabinho centre-back, City and Neymar are twining them. You say that, but what did City do against Liverpool when we didn't have Van Dijk or Gomez? What happened? Still, man. Champions League, it was a different day. It's a different day. City are different uh, now. Actually, I can't remember. Yeah, sorry. We had Gomez and Nat Phillips. Exactly. Henderson centre-back, Neymar, he's having yeah, a free man. day. Nah. No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't play two centre backs. I don't think against C. I'm sure. Or two did. senior ones. Actually, let me. I I'm don't sure. want to waffle on the podcast. Let me actually check. Yeah, but, I, mean, your I, team, I know Van Dijk was definitely out. Your team wasn't as depleted in that Man City game as I'm saying. Maybe. But 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 you know the point still stands though. I feel like yeah. I just think Liverpool. Yeah, if they don't freshen up their team, I think oh, the cycle four. is over. Because Four oh, teams. That is your fourth. Atletico. They're not out and out better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A, that's four. That's a shout. Atletico might actually win it this year. I reckon Atletico's going to win it. Just to get back to um, things point. Yeah, you're right. Matip and Gomez are back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wrong. I and can I, accept that. And I just think, and I just think, yeah, like, like, bro, it's been, like, what? It's, it's been, what, three, four years, you know, from when... From when you guys um, got to the Champions League final um, against Real Madrid, and then, mm. oh, and then obviously the season when you won it, and then the season when you won the Premier League, and then this season, like, like, like you know, there's a there's a cycle in it. There's a cycle. I do agree with you. Has, has a cycle of four years, and I just feel like your cycle is kind of it's kind of coming to an end. I will say though, um, next season when we have Van Dijk back and Joe Gomez back, that will be very interesting to see how Liverpool plays with them. Because the players are getting older, but I wouldn't say that they're done just yet, if that makes sense. But okay, fair enough. You think Liverpool's cycle has come to an end. There's a few people who I know that think that as well. Which is why I'm just going to gas it up. And whilst we're still Premier League champions, I will hold on to that and ram it down your lot's throats until the bitter end. That sounds oh, no. terrible. That sounds, yeah, sounds so. <laughs> I can't lie, I'd be the worst if Arsenal won the league, though. I'd say it every single day. Toxic. <laughs> Deluded gooners. But I think on that note, we will end there. Thank you ever so much for listening. Um, thank you to my special guests, Ify and Janos. Thank you no very worries, much, guys. It was no really fun. No worries, yeah. bro. No worries. Oh, thank bro. you, guys. We, we, we shall have them all back on eventually at some point and next week we might even have a new guest star who oh, really? knows 
Got new ones every week. Mate, listen, there's someone who I've been sending shots from and he knows. <laughs> and we're going to have him on the show, but there may be even bigger rivalry with him and someone else. Have a drink. Have a drink before the podcast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if it's all I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Have a big drink. But yeah, we'll, we'll end it there. Thank you for listening and have a good night. All right. Thanks, cheers, guys. guys. Peace.